All right, we are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, as always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is February 11th, 2021 and week 106. If you've been with us for a while, welcome back. As we always like to say, we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in week in and week out to hear what thus says the Lord. And if you're new around here, welcome to Join the Mist of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about the name of Christ. The name is so important. The name is what we should be chasing after instead of all of the stuff that we are chasing afterwards. You know, the scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And we do a lot of seeking, but for one, we're seeking the wrong thing and we're seeking with our own righteousness. And as the scripture says, our righteousness is as of filthy rags. And um, we'll be starting out in the book of Acts, um, the fourth chapter. It is the most well, we definitely need to look in the book of Acts to find our salvation because when people try to prove that they're saved, they always go to the book of Romans, to the book of Ephesians, to the book of any book, the letters, and those are letters written to churches that are already saved. And Paul, who is the writer of the majority of those letters, are trying to get them to stay saved. So in order for us to find true salvation, we must look in the book of Acts. So that's where we'll be starting. And I believe the scripture says that there is no other name given among heaven whereby we must be saved. And that is true. Of course it is true. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. I hope you get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. As always, we will start by saying a prayer. If you guys are at a place uh, where you have an opportunity to join in uh, with us in this prayer, we encourage you to do so. Gracious Lord, thank you for another blessed opportunity. Lord, we thank you for all the many things that you have done for us. Lord, we thank you for all the things that we, sometimes we take them for granted, Lord. And we say that all the time, Lord, but we do. Uh, I found myself taking things for granted sometimes, but Lord, help us, help me. Help me, Lord, to not take anything that you do for me for granted. So, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to be a light. Lord, continue to uh, open our eyes, open our understanding, open our ears, Lord, so that we can understand things that have been hidden since the foundation of the world. Lord, we want to see what it is that you have for us. We want to understand your word. So, Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to bless us with the knowledge and the understanding. Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to uh, lead and guide us into all truth, Lord. We're asking that you would uh, touch those out there, Lord, going through so many things, uh, hard times, Lord, perilous times. Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to uh, just help us, Lord, in this time of need. Lord, we're praying that you would remind us no matter what it is. That there is joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, help the things that we say, the things that we read, Lord, help them to become a part of us, not to just be words, not to just be sayings. So, Lord, we're praying these many blessings in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, we're talking about the name, the name of Christ tonight, the name. Uh, names are so important, uh, you know, when 
uh, especially the older a person gets, especially uh, uh, we know women, especially um, before a lady has a baby, she may not even be pregnant yet. But the name, the name of that child is something that uh, women think of so far in advance. The name. You know, whatever it is, if we uh, get a pet, if we adopt a pet, we think of a name. That name is so important. You know, sometimes people, we might even ask, I've heard people ask, well, what should I name my dog? What should I name my cat? What should I name my lizard? <laughs> whatever it is, you know. And sometimes people will suggest the name and they say, no, nah, no, nah, that's not it. You know, the name is something is important to us. It's something that we try to choose uh, the one that we feel it fits. So the name, that's what we're talking about tonight, a name. You know, that's what uh, Moses was curious about since the very beginning. When he came to the burning bush, he turned aside to see because he was wondering why this bush didn't burn and be consumed. And so after having a conversation with God and God wanted him to go back into Egypt to save the children of Israel, Moses, he told, he asked God. He said, you know, when I go back, the people are going to wonder who is this God that I'm going that I'm speaking about. So what name should I give them? The name's important. Moses wondered what name. And that's what he asked God. And God said, I am that I am. God would not tell him a specific name. He wouldn't give him a specific name. And so now, fast forward so much time into what we call the New Testament, and we find John, he talked about the revelation of Jesus, because that's the name being revealed. After so much time, the name has finally been revealed. So we're going to pick up Acts chapter 4. In verse 12 here, because we're talking about the name tonight. The name is so important. Go ahead, Mel. Neither is there salvation in any other. There is no salvation in any other name. There is no salvation in any other name. You know, a famous verse. Jesus told us, Matthew 28. 19 he told us to baptize in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost there's a name though and he's going to tell us what the name is here go ahead Mev. for there is none other name under heaven given among men mm -hmm. whereby we must be saved there is no other name other than the name of the lord other than the name that so many people fight against there is no other name go back up 
drop back down to verse 7. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name? See, the name, the name brings on some power. The name, you know, when when a woman gets married, the name changes. And so we know that certain names carry certain uh, levels of power, certain levels of authority. See, people respect certain names. Now, <laughs> if you bring up my last name, there's not going to be any respect behind it. But certain names, there's a lot of respect for. If you talk about the names of some famous people, if someone hears that, there's a level of fear, a level of respect behind it. That's just how it goes. The name plays a role. And so here, the question is asked, by what name has this been done? And we're not going to read all these things here because I want to get to some other scriptures, but drop down to verse 10 so we can find out what name that he told us in verse 12, there is no other salvation in. Go ahead, Mel. Be it known unto you all. Now, this is Peter. And to all the people of Israel, mm -hmm. and by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This is the name. By the name of Jesus, there is no other name. There is no other name as powerful as the name of Jesus. Now, I know... <laughs> I know we hear some names and they sound good. We say that name has a good ring to it. I like the way they go together. It has a first, middle, last name. They sound good. But there is no name like the name of Jesus. It goes well all by itself. There is so much power in the name of Jesus. We find here, now we're not going to read it. But in this chapter, this man was healed. Now, the Bible tells us that he, ha he was not able to walk. He could not walk ever since he was born. And he was above the age of 40, but he couldn't walk. He was lame from his mother's womb. And he sat outside of the temple where they had church and Peter and John were headed inside as they passed by the man and the man asked he was asking for something he was looking for some type of financial financial gain and Peter said look on us silver and gold have I none but such as I have he said, in the name, in the name of Jesus, he said, rise, take up thy bed and walk. That name, the name did something for this man. So it was because of the name of Jesus, not because Peter was so mighty, not because Peter has such a good name. 
not because Peter was so well respected. Because Peter had the name of Jesus. He knew what name to call on. He knew. It was all to do with the name of Jesus. Let's read that again in verse 10, Mel. Be it known unto you all. Now, we all need to know this. Peter said, be it known unto you all. Mm-hmm. And to all the people of Israel, mm-hmm. that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, mm-hmm. whom he crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. There is healing in the name of Jesus. Every answer that we possibly need is in the name of Jesus. It's all in the name of Jesus. This is the name that has now been revealed to us since the beginning of time. This is the name that the lamb was slain. In the name of Jesus. And so that's where we pick up verse 12. Where Peter had been talking to them after this miracle has taken place to let them know salvation is in this name. We ought to speak about this name. They didn't want the apostles to talk about the name of Jesus. They didn't want anybody to talk about the name of Jesus. Because the devil understood. The devil understood. There's power in the name of Jesus. Jesus told us. He said all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All of the power was in the name of Jesus. That's the name we should be baptized in. In the name of Jesus. That's what we find them baptized. They baptized in the name of Jesus. So I want to go. I want to go to Acts. I want to skip forward to Acts chapter 26. And we'll start at verse 12. We're going to look at Paul. Paul was one who fought against the name of Jesus. You know, we can fight. We can try our very best to fight against the truth. But one of these days, we will have to bow to the name of Jesus. There's a lot of people right now still fighting the name of Jesus. But every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. And we'll read that. Lord willing. But we have to give honor and glory to the name of Jesus because it is the name. It is the sweetest name. The songwriter said the sweetest name I know. The sweetest name. Let's pick it up in verse 12 here. Acts 26 and verse 12. Whereupon as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests. Now this is Paul. He's headed to Damascus because he wants to cause some destruction upon those calling on the name. See, there's something about this name. The enemy understands the power in this name. Demons tremble at this name. The devil flees 
at this name. So Paul. Now in his mind, he's doing the work of God. Not knowing he's on the wrong side right now. He's doing work for the enemy, persecuting the name. Jesus is now gone by this point in Acts 26. Jesus is no longer physically on the earth. He has already died. He's already been resurrected. He's already went back to heaven. And so now we're finding Paul on his way to Damascus with search warrants. <laughs> He's got the search warrant. Because even back then, they needed some type of letter of authority to do what they were doing. So he has the warrants giving him the rights, according to man's eye, giving him the right to persecute those who believed in Jesus, those who were calling on the name, those who were spreading the name. The devil doesn't like the name. All right, Melvin, let's read down. At midday, O king. Now, he said it was at midday, uh-huh, talking to the king. Now, this is Paul speaking before King Agrippa. They have taken Paul prisoner. He was a prisoner. And now he's finally had, he finally has an opportunity to speak to the king. And so he's, Telling us his testimony of how he came into the knowledge of the name, how he found out the name was true. Everything they said about this name of Jesus, it was so. All right. Again, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven mm -hmm. above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. Now he's headed down there with an entourage he's got people with him but they become blinded by a light because the name was the light let's read man and when we were all falling to the earth every knee shall bow good God from Zion every knee shall bow to the sun and I'm not talking about the S-U-N, the S-O-N. Every knee has to bow to this name. You know, sometimes even those of us in Christianity, we don't want to bow to the name. We say those Jesus only people. That's what the scripture tells us. Jesus is the only name. There is no other name. Whereby we must be saved, given among men under heaven. There is no other name. So Paul said, we were headed to Damascus to cause mischief. And on our way there, a light shine. A light brighter than the sun. S-U-N. And we fell to our knees, fell to the earth. God has a way to get us to our knees. They didn't bow at first. They, they weren't bowing to the name of Jesus. And I wasn't bowing to the name of Jesus. But he has a way 
to get us to the realization that we should. So he said, and when we were falling to the earth, go ahead, Mel. I heard a voice speaking unto me mm -hmm. and saying in the Hebrew tongue. In the Hebrew tongue. Saul, Saul, mm -hmm. why persecutest thou me? Now, this is the question asked. Why are you fighting against the name? You know, that's a question we should ask ourselves. Why are we fighting the name? Why are we fighting the name of Jesus? So the Lord called down from heaven. Now, Saul is headed to Damascus. Now, he was Saul before he was known as Paul. He was headed to Damascus. And a light shines, blinds them, can't see. We know if we look at the sun, we cannot see. And so they fall to the earth because the light was so bright, fell to the earth. And a voice calls down from heaven. Now, he didn't see anyone. He told us he didn't see anyone. I believe it was in chapter um, 8 that he told us that. Nevertheless, they didn't see anyone, but they did hear a voice. Saul heard the voice. Read what he said again, Melvin. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Why fight against the name of Jesus? This is the name salvation is in. It's God's will. He desires that we be saved. Why fight that name? Why fight salvation? Why throw away our own salvation? Paul was fighting against his own salvation. Just as we have did. We've all did it. All we like sheep have gone astray. Everyone has turned to his own way. We've all did this. We're no better than he was. So the Lord called down. We see that's written in red letters because the Lord called down from heaven. Now, Jesus was not physically there. If we do research on the time, Jesus is well gone. He's gone back into heaven now. But he calls down and he says, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Uh-huh. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. You know, it's hard to fight against the truth. It's hard. People do it, though. We'll know things are true. And we still put up a fight. We'll still pretend as if it's not true. We know. We know what the truth is. But we still fight. Go ahead, man. And I said, what thou, Lord? Now, this is Paul's testimony. Now, this is what Paul said himself. He asked, he said, who art thou, Lord? He didn't see anyone. He just heard a voice called down from heaven, speaking in the Hebrew tongue. Lord, being Jehovah, he said, who art thou, Jehovah? They spoke in the Hebrew tongue. He just told us. He said, who art thou, Jehovah? Go ahead, Melvin. And he said, and the Lord said, uh-huh. I am Jesus. He revealed the name to us. The name. 
He said, I am Jesus. Uh-huh. Whom thou persecutest. Why fight against Jesus? Why are we fighting Jesus tonight? Why are we against the baptism in Jesus' name? Father's not a name. Jesus told us himself in the book of John. He said, I am come in my father's name. And so that tells me the name of the father is Jesus. The name of the son is Jesus. The name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. That's the reason we find in the book of Acts chapter 2. Peter said, repent and be baptized. Every one of you, not some. Every single one in the name of Jesus. Because they recognize he is the Lord. He is Jehovah. They recognize he is the name. There is no other name. Given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. There is no other name. Every knee shall bow. We found the knees bowed of Paul and those with him at this time. To the name of Jesus. Knees had to bow. Let's, let's read that verse, Melvin. It's in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 10. And we'll go back up to uh, verse 2 after we read this. But the knees had to bow. No doubt about it. Every knee. He said every knee. Not just some of the knees. Everyone has to bow to this name. Now we'll either do it willingly in this life. Or we'll be forced to do it. We might as well bow now while we have the choice. So he said every knee shall bow. Read verse 10 for me man. And at the name of Jesus. At the name. See, this name means something. Paul, excuse me, Peter. Before they went in the temple, the man was laying there expecting to receive some money. Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. He said, I give it to you. In the name of Jesus, he gave the man the name of Jesus. He didn't have money, he told the man, but he has something more valuable than money. We have something tonight. When we have the name of Jesus, we have the most valuable thing in this world. This is the name that the Savior came in. Christ the Lord. This is the name, the name of Jesus. So here, Paul, once again, Paul wrote the uh, Philippians. He wrote this letter. And he said that at the name of Jesus, uh-huh. Every knee should bow. Every knee shall bow. Mm -hmm. Of things in heaven and things in earth. Every knee. Heaven and in earth. Every knee has to bow. Uh-huh. And things in earth. Mm-hmm. And things under the earth. Everywhere. Whether they go to hell, it doesn't matter. Every knee has to bow. Uh-huh. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He already told us that Jesus is the Lord. Saul, who is Paul, 
he asked the Lord in the Hebrew tongue. He said, who art thou, Lord? And God said he was Jesus. Now that's what the Lord said. I heard a preacher say the Lord ought to know who he is. He ought to. You know, if you walk up to me and say, uh, uh, who are you? I ought to know who I am. I should. Unless I'm in some other type of condition. But in my right mind, I ought to know who I am. And I know God was in his right mind. I know the Lord was in his own right mind. Because he's never in the wrong mind. So the Lord said he is Jesus. So here once again, Paul, having understood this revelation, he said, every knee has to confess this. Excuse me, every knee has to bow. And every tongue has to confess that Jesus is Jehovah. He is the Lord in the Hebrew tongue. He is the Lord. See, that's what the Jews didn't believe. They did not believe that Jesus was equal with God. They didn't believe he and his father were one. They didn't believe that. They wanted to stone him time and time again because they felt him being a man made himself equal with God. But they didn't comprehend that God, he made himself a man. And we called him Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. This is the name of the Lord. Jesus. Let's finish that verse out now. To the glory of God the Father. To give God glory. Because this is God's desire. That we confess that Jesus is the Lord. Let's go back up to verse 2. Fulfill ye my joy. You know, once we have, once we understand the name of Jesus, once we recognize what that's all about, we'll be able to accomplish these things. Paul said, Fulfill ye my joy. Uh huh. That ye be like minded, mm -hmm. having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. See, once we get with Jesus, we'll be able to do this. See, Paul, before he came to Christ, he was contrary. He was not on one accord with the saints. He was not like-minded with the saints. He had his own mind. Uh-huh. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. <laughs> Go ahead. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. He wasn't doing this, and we were not either. We were esteeming ourselves above the next person at all times. But once we truly come to the understanding of the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus teaches us to be selfless. To put someone else before ourselves. That's what Jesus taught us. That's what he taught his disciples. We find Jesus washing the twelve's feet. Now we're not doing that today. 
And that's fine because we don't actually physically have to wash each other's feet. But what he was showing was how to serve one another. That's what he was showing us. Jesus did that. He came not to be served. He came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. All of that is in the name of Jesus. How to be a servant. How to love one another. How to esteem someone else above ourselves. That takes great strength. There's strength in the name of Jesus. That takes strength. Because when someone looks at it, they'll say, it ain't no way i treat someone like that. You think I'm going to put someone before myself? That's all we're taught our whole lives to take care of self. That's all we're taught. We still have not yet been taught the true ways of Jesus. The way of Jesus is to look out for the next person. All right. Look, not every man on his own thing. He said, look after someone else. You know, we're all looking after our own things. We're all wanting this and wanting that for ourselves. But what about the next person? Uh-huh. But every man also on the things of others. He said, not just about yourself. Look out for the next person. Not just about you. That's what, This is what the name of Jesus represents. There is no other name that represents this. Because I can tell you with 100% certainty that the name of Tony, the name of Tony is all for himself. But once I found out about the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus teaches me, look out for someone else. It's not about you. He's teaching us how to be together. That's what made the 12 so incredible because the name Jesus taught them how to be together. He taught them how to look out for one another. They weren't related. These weren't people full of, uh, this wasn't one natural family. These were different people coming from some different families who learned how to put differences aside and love one another all because of Jesus. So once we do that, once we can learn to put our differences aside, learn that everyone doesn't look the same, everyone doesn't do things the same, we can then truly love one another the way Jesus wanted us to. Go ahead, Mel. Let this mind be in you. Let this same mind be in you. Uh -huh. Which was also in Christ Jesus. That was in Jesus. We got to have the same mind. This is the mind. Go ahead. Who being in the form of God. Mm -hmm. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Mm -hmm. He was God manifest in the flesh. Go ahead. But made himself of no reputation. Now what a mighty God we serve. God manifest in the flesh. And yet had no reputation. He wasn't going around bragging. Boasting. He didn't go around. Being high and mighty, feeling he was so much better than the next. He made of himself 
no reputation. You know, being the people we are, we seek a reputation. We want people to know. We want to make a name for ourselves. But he had the greatest name there was and yet made of himself no reputation. That's the mind we ought to have. That's the mind we ought to have. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This is the name. This is the this is why the name is so important, because this name, what he stood for, teaches us things that we've never been taught before. That we've never been taught before. How to truly love. How to make no reputation of ourselves. No matter how much money we have. Making no reputation. No matter how smart we think we are. No matter how what level of education. Making of ourselves no reputation. Not feeling I'm better than my brother or my sister. Not feeling because of the color of my skin. Or because of my height. Or because of how white I think my teeth are. How well my clothes are on me. None of those things. Jesus didn't feel that way. He said, let this mind be in you. That was also in Jesus. Once we get the true understanding of the name. We can have this same mind. Go ahead, man. And took upon him the form of a servant. He was a servant. These are some tough things. You know. That's what we want in life is for somebody to serve us. We say, yeah, when I get a lot of money, I'm going to get me some servants. That's all we want is someone to serve us. We don't want to be the servant, but that's what Jesus did. He could have. He could have came here to be served, but he said, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be a servant. Uh-huh. And was made in the likeness of men. Go ahead. And being found in fashion as a man, mm-hmm. he humbled himself. He humbled himself. What a mighty God we serve. You know, humility takes something. It takes great strength and resolve to be humble. Because we will get the big head extremely fast. Once we start seeing us accomplish a few things, we'll get the big head. We'll say, well, so-and-so hadn't did what I did, though. We'll get the big head. And we hadn't even did much. But we easily look at the next and say, well, they didn't do what I did, though. But Jesus, because the name that he was wearing, he found himself always being humble. He found himself being a servant to others. We find Jesus trying to get rest, trying to get sleep. And people still calling him. You know what happens when we (laughs) when we're asleep and someone wakes us up abruptly or we're upset. (laughs) Turn the light off. We're upset. But he humbled himself. To be a servant to other people's needs. 
that's true love. If only we could follow in his footsteps, be like-minded as he was. That's what makes this name so important. Because of what he showed us while wearing this name. He showed us this. Because, you know, what a person does will make you remember them. There's a reason. At the name of Hitler, there's always this negative connotation. There's this negative association with that name. Because we think about what he did. But when we think about Jesus, we should always think of his goodness. We should think about his humility, his selflessness, his care, his love, his gentleness. We have a standard to follow after. And so the scripture says he humbled himself uh huh, and became obedient unto death. He became obedient. Now, it's hard for us to be obedient. And I'm not talking about unto death. I mean, just being obedient, period. We can't be obedient. <laughs> I've seen it doesn't matter what phase of life. If we're in school, we don't want to be obedient to the teacher. The teacher says, stop talking. We still talking under our breath. <laughs> we can't be obedient. We have a hard time. And we're, like I said, we're not talking about being obedient unto death. We're just saying being obedient, period, to our parents. We're not obedient. I can tell you many times. I wasn't obedient. My parents would say something. I keep on doing what I'm doing disobedient but once once we can learn about Christ once we can learn about the name of Jesus and we see his obedience his humbleness then we have an example to follow after go ahead man even the death of the cross mm-hmm Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him. He was exalted by God because of what he did. Not only did he come down here and he humbled himself, having all power in his hand. He was obedient. He had all power in his hand. And yet he came and was a servant to us. And even besides that, he still laid his life down knowing he would go and die. And he did it. For our sakes, there's power in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, Mel. And given him a name, which is above every name. He is given a name. See, the father gave him that name. He didn't have a mother. See, I know we might say Mary was his mother, but in the spiritual sense, he had no mother. The father gave him this name. He was given a name above every name. Every name. He was given this name. He said, I am come 
in my father's name. That's the name he was given. The angel of the Lord told Mary what to name the child. Go ahead, Mary. Now at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. He was given this name because at this name, every knee was going to bow. Uh-huh. Of things in heaven and mm -hmm. things in earth mm -hmm. and things under the earth mm -hmm. and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every tongue has to confess this name. So we might as well confess the name tonight. There is no greater name than the name of Jesus. We see healing takes place at the name of Jesus. Demons are cast out. Demons flee at the name of Jesus. We see all sorts of miracles happen at the name of Jesus. Addictions are broken at the name of Jesus. We can be freed if we hold on to the name of Jesus. So don't let someone stop you. Don't let anyone stop you from holding on to this name. So I thank God for you guys tonight. And I thank God for the name of Jesus. Because where would any of us be without him? And what he did. So at this time, I'm going to turn it back over. I'm going to turn it back over to Melvin. <laughs> we hope you guys got something from that message. I see we have a, a few comments. Uh, Roger and um, Stephen, thank you guys for the comments. Roger says, in the name of Jesus. And Stephen says, grace and peace, brothers. Um, praise the Lord. Thank praise you. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being able to tune in. We appreciate you guys commenting. And if anybody else had any other questions, comments, or concerns, definitely leave them down in the comment box anytime. So, um, this was a, a very good message. I know there are many songs about the, the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. I know we know these songs. I know I listen to them a lot myself. But do we actually know what it's talking about? What kind of power does that name have? Um, we didn't cover it tonight, but I believe it's in the fifth or the sixth chapter of the book of Acts where um, it was a it was a, a problem and they said well, you have filled our streets with your doctrine and with this name and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us well the name brings the blood and that is water baptism when Jesus got down in the water when he was baptized by John the Baptist he put the name down in the water and we had to go and pick it up but that's what we don't want to do today and if we do get baptized it is incorrectly it's the name in the name. In Matthew 28, 19, it says, Go and baptize all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Like Tony mentioned earlier, Jesus said, I am come in my Father's name. Another place he says, I will send the Holy Ghost in my name. And that name is Jesus. In the book of Revelations, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. We have no question that he is the Son. In one place he said, Before Abraham was, I am. Just like God told Moses on the backside of the mountain in that burning bush. So, and there's so many other places that we can see that. That that is the name. There is no other name given under heaven whereby we must be saved. So I pray that we all go and pick up the name. And, and in the 26th chapter of the book of Acts, you know, Paul used to have the same problem. 
that we have today. We're doing a lot of things thinking that God is pleased when in actuality, he doesn't want us to do these things. Human emotion, and I can definitely speak for myself, human emotion gets us in a lot of trouble. You know, we could have something heavy on our hearts. And you know, we can be sincere about it. And we pray about it. We may have a couple of dreams and then we feel like, oh, this has got to be from God. This has got to be what he is telling me to do. Well, one thing we have to get ourselves, ourselves familiar with the scriptures. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But we need the preacher because how can we hear without the preacher? So if I read in this book and find something that's against these dreams or these feelings that I'm having, then that may I have to think that that's the devil trying to trick me because he's definitely smart. And all he has to do is change one little thing here and one little thing there. You can ask Eve. So take definitely take heed to the word of God. I pray that we all go down in the name of Jesus. You know, that's how we end our prayers in the name of Jesus. And not titles because father is a title. Son is a title and Holy Ghost is a title. He didn't say go repeat after me. He said, get baptized in the name. And one example we haven't mentioned in a while. Um, I heard a preacher, I heard Tony said before, if I, now I'm a husband, so I can say that. I'm a husband, I'm a son, and I'm a brother. And if I go and try to cash a check, and I write son on it, or whoever writes son on it, they write husband, they write brother on it, then that check is, is voided. I'm not going to be able to get that money because my name isn't on that. So a lot of our baptisms are voided. In the 19th chapter of the book of Acts, we find Paul finding certain disciples, finding believers. But they still had to get rebaptized. So, and I had to get rebaptized myself. There's only one, one way to do it, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. So I pray that you guys got something out of that. Thank you again for the comments. Thank you for watching the live stream. And thank you for the people that are going to be listening to it on whatever plat podcast platform that you choose. As I always like to mention, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope to see you guys there. The link is in the podcast description, or you can message either Tony or me or the Facebook page yourself and ask for the link. Or with any of your questions or concerns, we will be more than happy to, to help or out wherever we can. So I don't have anything else. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your situation looks like. If we have the name, if we have the name, we, we have to believe, we have to trust. We talked about perfect love last week. We have to have that love. We have to have that trust. God will bring us through. He, we know that he won't bring us to anything that he won't bring us through. And he has not given us the spirit of fear. So again, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. I hope you guys have a safe, blessed, and warm weekend. It's supposed to be getting cold out there. So I hope you guys stay warm. And thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks, who brings the word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always.